Hi, guys. Hey, it's Jen. Hello, everyone. Hi. It's me, Eric Bean. My name is Kirsty Park. Hey, everyone. I'm Katie Gray. I'm Samantha. No, I'm Samantha. No, I'm Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> and this is The Runner on Air. Let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to The Runner on Air. This is your host, Samantha Sanchez. And today's topic is gonna be about the pros and cons of dating as a millennial. And today, to help me on this discussion, I have some very special guests, CSUB students. Hey, um, I'm Blake McKee. I'm a sophomore here at CSUB. I'm majoring in English with an emphasis on uh, the credential. And I am associated with the University Singers, which is the community choir at CSUB. Um, uh, I'm Alexis Rivas. I am a third year. I'm an English major as well with the, um, with the credential program. I am the president of Omega Delta Phi Fraternity Incorporated here on campus. Um, and yeah. Hi everyone. My name is Maria Verduzco, and I am an English major with a credential emphasis as well. And this is my third year. Small world. <laughs> yeah, we're all English majors. Um, okay. So today's topic, like I said, is going to be dating as a millennial. So, um, to start off, what are some, we'll start off with the pros. What are some pros about dating in this era you guys, do you guys feel are like the benefits we have? <laughs> um, <laughs> nothing. Nothing? I mean, I think it's a lot easier to date um, or to find like people to date. Um, not necessarily like your soulmate or something, but you know, there's like all the apps. Mm -hmm. It's easier and, to approach someone. Yeah, you can approach or someone easy. Yeah. Easy. Like physically approach someone or like virtually approach virtually. someone? Virtually. <coughs> physically, I mean, you could always do it, but I feel like maybe people don't do it as much now um, as they used to in the past, you know? Do you think that like all this technology has taken away from that? Yeah, I would say so in a sense. Um, people are more likely to like want to go onto like Tinder and like look there, but like they won't act directly like like oh hey Maria how are you you know yeah. Do you, you think people can find their soulmates through dating apps? Oh sure they can. You know, um, my mom found her fiance through him oh. through that. I mean, it was trial and error. It wasn't very yeah. first to go. It took, <laughs> it took a while, you know, and you you get to know them and then just like real dating. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Okay, so now that we've heard some pros, um, I have an article here by on medium.com and it's 10 reasons why dating as a millennial is difficult. We're just going to go through a couple of them, have a little discussion, and then we'll give our, our thoughts. We'll see if there are pros or cons for us, okay? Sounds good. So the first one is constant communication. How do you guys feel about that? That's a pro. No, it's a con on the website. It's like It makes it difficult to date as a... Millennial is constant communication, according to this article. Why would that be bad? I don't think I agree, yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like there's certain levels of communication, but you kind of have to set that up with your, like, significant other, you know? It's not like you're going to be like... Like, there's certain people, I feel like, that will be like, if you don't text me, like, three minutes after I send this text, and that's a problem, right? But why would you want to be with that person regardless? Like, it seems to me that there's, like, an underlying issue there. That's outside of communication. Yeah, so like by communication, it sounds like it's like it's what you're referring to, where it's like, like, 
like answer me like you're not allowed to like go a day without like making some sort of comment towards me mm-hmm. and, and in that sense I, I can see how that can be overwhelming or if you miss a day then like oh well what's wrong like you talking to someone like that's true yeah. there's yeah. a lot of pressure yeah. or like when you don't reply for hours I'm like okay I know you have your phone like why yeah. can't you yeah. just yeah. reply to me like it makes it so much like the anxiety is like killing me I'm like why they don't like you. me anymore it what happened <laughs> I know you're not busy I think you're not at work heads, though like on the on like where the person's at you know like let's say they're at work or something yeah you can't just like okay it's been three hours why are you not texting me but what if they're like with their friends and they're just ignoring you like, <laughs> i'm your best friend <laughs> I'm your only no one's before me uh, yeah i mean if they have if they're like out with their friends or something um it can be understandable i feel like under certain situations because people get carried away. If you, you know, you're talking to somebody, you lose track of time. It, it happens, right? Um, but, I mean, obviously, if it's, like, a reoccurring theme or, you know, if you don't hear from this person in, like, long periods of time often, then, yeah, that, yeah, that could be an issue, certainly, I feel like. I think just a simple, like, hey, I'm going to be with my friends, text you back when I'm done. Or, like, hey, I'm at work, text you when I can. That's mm-hmm. it. Like, simple solutions, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay, the next one is social media stalking. Oh, I can't even say that with a serious <laughs> face because, like, I'm the queen of social media stalking. Oh, like, I will know your grandma, your dog, your friends. Like, I'll know everything. Have you, have you seen the show A uh, You on Netflix? I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. It's crazy. It has to deal with, like, stalking. stalking. Obsessive, like. And they figure everything out through like um your like instagram your facebook you know who you're related to who these people are in your mm-hmm. life and like what they are to you yeah it's it's i feel like it's definitely easier to figure uh out a person like who a person is around or or, or things like that i guess through social media um so there's definitely like i guess some danger in there don't put things you wouldn't want out yeah you know out there i guess right yeah do you guys think it's okay to like look someone up on social media like before a date or something like oh i mean it gives you kind of an idea of like what you're getting into like because they might post something like okay this is like some of my like faith like okay well we can work with that or some political views like will you be able willing to work with that you know um then again, you might find something from five years ago where it's like an embarrassing picture, <laughs> which it could work against you, but um, you should be kind of accountable with what you put up at the same time. For me, I just do my stalking and I'm like, do not bring anything up. They're going to know you're crazy. Like, not yeah. that I'm crazy, but I'm like, they're going to know that I know, like, a gist of their... I do it to, like, get to know them. I'm like, okay, what is this person about? What do they like? Then I'm like, okay, don't bring any of that stuff up because they're going to know that you, <laughs> you went like, through their Instagram. Like, you yeah. like a picture from, like, 155 weeks ago and you're just <laughs> and like, oh, like God. oh, God, no. <laughs> so who's Henry? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next one is snooping. And I don't really get this one. Like, it just says like going through somebody's computer or phone or their house snooping so is this like when you're already dating them i think so like looking through their stuff to like Mm. see if you catch them in anything that's kind of weird i don't think that's a millennial thing that's just a weird thing yeah i feel like if you're snooping there's no trust like or if you're snooping there's a reason yeah but i feel like once like for 
I don't know if that's the same for guys, but, like, for girls, once we're snooping, it's because we know. Mm-hmm. Like, you know in your heart. Like, my friends have, like, been like, oh, help me, like, figure this out. And I'm like, the first thing I always tell them is, like, in your heart, do you know he, Do you know they're cheating? Or, like, do you know this is happening? The answer is always yes. And then we do find something. Oh, God. Which is, like, crazy. Because once you know, you yeah. know. Yeah, it's crazy. That's strange. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that i don't know how to answer that i mean certainly if you feel like your partner's being like um like they're just that taking a step away from you or you, you feel something's off but i don't know how you can go like i know he's cheating and now i need to go find proof yeah no that's, it's happened that's yeah no that's you guys never experienced kind of that terrifying. No. well i mean I, I i'm more so the kind of person like if i suspect something or if there's an issue i'm like hey like let's let's sit down and talk mm-hmm. like i'm not attacking you just like just be transparent with me and let's mm-hmm. work through this you know um that might not always work but i think it's a good approach um i think that should the be the first approach yeah, yeah no, that should be the healthy. first approach then if you feel like they're lying okay then you go out and find proof or just leave them yeah like there's no point in like putting yourself through all that hurt sometimes you know yeah. And most of the time, if they're snooping and they do feel like they're cheating and they still find something, the girl still ends up forgiving him. It's like, you did all this work to end up back exactly where you... Yeah. You just hurt yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think snooping is like... Under any circumstance, snooping is not... It's not It's not good. Um, for the person that's doing it, you're just being unhealthy about a situation that you already feel uncomfortable with. You might as well just come out with it. If this person tells you the truth and you know if they don't, then, I mean, I guess you can't prove it without snooping, but you could, it's still a feeling, you know, you can still talk about it and kind mm-hmm. of work it out, like Blake said. Okay, the next one is ghosting. Ghost. <laughs> nice. Have you guys ever ghosted anyone? Ghosting? Like in middle school, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like just stop talking to them completely? Yeah, it's because, um, I won't get, I won't name any names, but, um... <laughs> Like, someone was, like, kind of persistent about something, like, because, like, they liked me, like, you know, this middle mm-hmm. school drama. Like, they liked me, but then they so, they thought someone else liked me. They're like, oh, you, they were kind of like, oh, you like mm-hmm. her, you like her, you like her. Which, like, I was just, like, just kind of got, got to the point where I was like, leave me alone. But then, like, she blew my phone up even more. Like, oh, like, answer me. And I told her to kind of buzz off. Which, I, it, like, a couple years later, I then addressed her, like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, that wasn't very Christian of me to say, like, I'm... I shouldn't have treated you that way. But um, long story short, yes, I have ghosted some. <laughs> but that was like, a long time ago. I mean, I, I feel like that has to do with, like, the true ghost. It's like the hookup culture ghost. Like, you hook up, you don't really know this person, you don't care about them, and then you're just like, all right. To do. I have not, yeah, I just want to <clears throat> leave. I've never personally ghosted anyone in my life. Um... Yeah, it's just something, it's pretty mean to do, I mean, in general, but I mean, people do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't relate with ghosting, like, with the hooking up and, like... You just no, because, like, if, yeah, I, if, I, like, if I'm interested in someone, like, I'm going to actively, like, talk to them. If I'm not interested in someone, I'm not going to um, entertain the thought or lead them on. Yeah. I mean, that's good. That's healthy of you. But I feel like a lot of people, sometimes, because of, I mean, I don't want to blame alcohol, but because of alcohol, because of just... You know, different a party, different vibe. Um, they might be interested in a hookup or in somebody for just a little bit, and then leave. That's you what know? happens. Yeah. So it's just, 
I mean, it is what it is. It's sad, but it's the situations that you kind of put yourself in. Um, because I feel like ghosting, even for the person that does the ghosting, is just kind of shitty in general. You're just like, oh, God, like, you know, why am I doing this? Or whatever. I've never done it, but, you know, it's what I feel like. If you have a conscience that you do that. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever ghosted someone, Maria? Mm, not, like, ghosted. I don't know. Like, sometimes I just, like, don't want to talk to people. So I just don't talk to them for a day. But it's not because I'm, like, out doing something shady. You know? Yeah. Like, I just want, like, my space or something. But nothing, like, shady. Like that. Like, party. Yeah. Like, nothing, like, that. I ghosted people before but because like not like in yes. the no wait session. not in like the sense of like the hookup ghosting not that kind it's just mm-hmm. like if a guy like messages me and i'm like oh like he's cute we should get to know each other whatever we start talking and then like i already know he's not like we're not vibing i'm like mm-hmm. oh like bye yeah i just stop replying is that I don't think that's ghosting ghosting you just lose interest you just alright whatever yeah but then they blow up my phone and then I'm just like this is out of pocket we've been talking for like a week like (laughs) why is this happening (laughs) yeah it's just like but I feel like you you know when somebody is interested in you Mm -hmm. you know and I feel like some guys just like are very persistent and you're just like even some girls you know you're just like Okay, how do I remove myself? And it's happened to me before where I've tried, like, there was this one guy. I told him, like, I'm not interested, whatever. He would not leave me alone. I, I had to block him. Like, I couldn't. I was like, this, I can't. But that, too, is, like, another scary situation. Like, we we're talking about, like, the whole stalking thing. Like, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. so, talking about hookups, the next one is sex-centered. So, it says, uh, thanks to dating apps... Millennials, millennial dating is extremely sex centered. What do you guys think? Um, I, I agree. There is kind of an emphasis on it, or there's like. They put like the the sex before the relationship. Or like me as a Christian, like I I believe like okay like am I f- friends with you? Do we have the same faith? Do we have mm-hmm. chemistry? And then physical comes, you know, after yeah. marriage for me. Yeah. You know, but um, definitely in this culture, I do think there's um. Like, oh, he's nice, but, you know, the sex kind of sucked. Like, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, and, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, I certainly feel like it is sex-centered, but I don't think there was ever a time where it wasn't. Like, I feel like we've been, these, we've been the same people for, like, since we were people, you know. Just portrayed differently or glorified yeah. more. Like, maybe more. it's just easier, like, it's easier mm. to access that part because... Like you said, there's a lot of websites, like, for example, like Tinder, you know, Plenty of Fish, whatever you, you're on or whatever you're into, that that a lot of people use as hookup apps, you yeah, know? Yeah, a lot of people just want to hook up. Mm-hmm. That's why they're on, I think, you know? I feel like what it is is people are more open about it now, about, like, the casual hookup. You know what I mean? As when before, I feel like that wasn't really, like... Like, taboo. Yeah. So that's where I feel that came from. So the next one is option overload. Option overload. Like people have way more options of people to choose from. It says it's like uh, dating. uh, Millennial dating is like you can eat at a buffet. So you can have variety of options. What do you guys think about that one? 
I mean, like, with the help of the internet, being able to reach out lots of people, I mean, I guess like you could say you could, like, I could meet someone in San Jose or in Delano or McFarland, like, someone I would have never interacted with, you can start new ties with people, like, through just in this generation that wasn't re- as available before, so I guess there's an overload. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I see I see where it can come from, you know, like you said. Um, but I feel like options are always options. Like, people are always... You always have options in whatever situation you're in. Yeah. Um, if you're just like, oh, like, I can't choose, you know, I'm at a buffet. <laughs> then, then maybe that's, like, the wrong way to go about dating, you know? Like, maybe maybe you don't want to date somebody. I'm not you, hungry you know? right now. Yeah. Yeah. I already paid to get it. Oh, you know, I feel a little, a little bit peckish. I might go for some, like, it's just, it's like a weird way to think about it, about dating, you know? Definitely. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't be dating if you're, you know, if you're thinking about it like that, like, options, um, or if you are dating, then be conscious about what you're doing, you know? And, and come at people like that, like, hey, this is how, you know, I'm not, I'm not looking for anything, like, to settle down or anything serious, like, I just want to get to know you, like, on this level, you know, and then kind of go about it like that, work, you know, talk with people like that. Yeah, it says that um, because of this, um, people are, like, unsure of what they want, like you were saying. And do you guys think that this is a reason why people tend to marry, like, when they're older as opposed to, like, dating, I mean, marrying in your 20s? Like, people get married older? Nowadays, yeah, that's what it says. Yeah, people, people have been getting married older nowadays. I've heard, um, and I, I, I mean, I'm certain it does have something to do with that. But I feel like people in a lot of in a lot of ways they always get stuck in that the mentality, uh, option mentality, where it's like, I can choose from all these people. How do I know you're special or you're the one, right? Like, why isn't this other person special or whatever? But at the same time, like I said, it's like. I feel like once you do get in a situation where you're just like, this person is really special to me, those other options, they just kind of, like, go away. Mm -hmm. Because people don't understand you like the specific person understands you, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you're not on that intimacy level yet, um, then you're just not there yet. I don't know. I don't think it's because you haven't, like, picked it out. Maybe people are afraid of intimacy. Maybe that's the real... um, situation going on that's why people are getting married older because they want to be superficial for longer you know they think this is what's going to make them happy then they they get later there's 30 35 whatever and they're like hey like i want to settle down now when they're 35 and then it's a little bit harder to find somebody that you know cares about you i don't know but (laughs) but it sounds to me like it's something that's possible you know oh yeah definitely like since you have so many options, it does make you question that. And I feel like people are always like, this is good, but, like, is there something Can better? I do better? <laughs> yeah, and, like, that shouldn't be the mentality. Yeah. Well, I feel like people waiting to, like, um, get hitched or just to settle down could also be due to, like, people are more focused on their careers nowadays. Like, it's just career-centric. So they're like, I, I want to get settled. Like, I want to... Not be my own person, and then once I'm financially stable and all my debts paid off, and I own a house and maybe a dog, then I'll consider finding someone else who has 
a career also. Yeah. That's, I think that's what might be causing that. No, I do believe that that's true because that's the way I think. Like, I, a lot of girls my age, I see, like, having children, getting married, and I'm like, wow, like, that's, that's something I want eventually. Mm-hmm. And I know that. Like, I know I want to finish my career and get a job and be stable so I so my family can be stable. And I feel like that mentality of, like, not just, like, popping out babies right away, you that. know? I think that, too, because, like, yeah, like, my friends, some of my friends are having kids and getting married, and I'm just like, that's cool. Like, that's cool. Like, I want that, too, but, like... Someday. I, yeah, I would want to have my career and my job so I don't have to depend on anyone so I'm set on my own, you know? Yeah. That makes that makes a lot of sense. I feel like it's an interesting situation, especially for women, because, I mean, it does come to a certain point where it's, like, trickier to have kids mm-hmm. um, or harder or for whatever reason, right? And then you have to, like, kind of pace yourself, like, well, you know, is my career... Like, where am I... Where is that going to start happening, you know? Um, or are you waiting just for it to kind of come upon you? Like, oh, you meet someone in college. Like, I heard a professor tell me, like, you're most likely already met your wife, you know? Like, you're in college. This is where you meet them. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's just, like, gasping for air. Like, oh, God, you know? Who is it? And I just think that, you know, you just got to let yourself kind of feel, kind of live, you know? Because obviously, you're not going to be... Uh, a doctor and then be like okay now that i have my doctorate i'm gonna meet my significant other and you're like 53 <laughs> and yeah like like you should just let life come at you and um experience it for what it is right because that's that's what makes us happy i feel like mm-hmm. yeah and it's like it's weird for women because like we it feels like we have such a short span to have kids like, like once you're like 35 you're like I don't want to have kids anymore. And, like, for me, I'm like, oh, my God. If if I'm 35 having kids, like, oh, my goodness. Like, am I going to be – is it safe? Is it healthy? But, like, right now having babies, I'm like, I have no career yet. I have no way to provide for a whole family. Like, if I get a job right now anywhere, it's like, okay, that's fine. But, like, I I want more for – Mm-hmm. my family for my future right. you know no that makes that makes a lot of sense and it's weird because you see women waiting to have kids and then kind of being like oh gosh i waited too long and you see people especially here in bakersfield because i heard like the fertility rate here is, is out of the roof you know so it's like you you, you have some <laughs> women that have kids at like 14 15 16 like oh there's a little hill and then nothing for a long time and then and it's just it's strange i feel like but I feel like there's a lot of factors that go into it, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, yeah. it's one of those things. Do guys ever hold themselves back? Like, if I have a family right now, what will happen? Do you guys ever think about that? I mean, not really, because I don't fool around. So, like, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm good to go. Like, <laughs> you go worry away. <laughs> so, no, I don't necessarily have that fear. Do you have that fear? Like, like hold the, in like, what way? Like, if I have a family right now, like, do I have to stop going to school and start working full time? Like, do I have to be the provider? Like, do you have any pressure like that? You well, I feel like maybe maybe it's like a male pressure. Maybe it's just like Hispanic, Mexican American pressure. Where you're just like, like I remember my dad told me very young when I was like fourteen, fifteen. He's like, if you have a kid, you're leaving the house. I'm not gonna take care <laughs> of no more kids. Like, ask your kid. So, I mean, I know, 
um, the responsibility that comes with the kid, you know? So you got to be either careful or you got to know what you're doing, you know? So it's it's one of those things. But I don't think it's something that comes, like, across my mind a lot where I'm just like, <laughs> you know, like, oh, God, you know, when am I going to be a father, you know? It's, no, not, not, not at all. I feel like it's just, you know, it's just, you're just living life. I mean, I don't know. Being a guy... I don't really worry about having kids or not having kids, you know, especially right now. Yeah, but you're aware of what you would have to do. Oh, no, yeah. I'm definitely aware of that. A lot of sacrifice. Yeah, Yeah. and that's what I feel like. I feel like a lot of times only women think, like, we have to sacrifice so much, but, like, I feel like a lot of times it's we don't hear that often from the male perspective, like, what they have to sacrifice, how much stress... A, a man goes through or a father goes through to provide for not only his children but his family like that's like a whole nother topic as well yeah that's a whole nother topic right there mm-hmm. the male experience <laughs> <laughs> okay and the last one we're gonna go over is too much gray this is like there's too much gray area like what are we are we official are we not official putting labels not putting labels like you know, like have you guys heard like people like, oh, we're just talking, but like yes. we're not, we're not gonna put a label on it. Like I just that is a moment. <laughs> that is, is that it is. is it's sure. weird too. Yeah. Do you guys think it's a bad thing or like a pro or a con? No, I think it's. Well, it's a sign of kind of taking your time. Like that's what I see. Like you're kind of not rushing into anything. You're like I'm just getting to know them, you know, or I'm just hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what dating is, yeah. you know, <laughs> at a certain point, like, if you say, like, oh, we're dating, like, people, people, maybe it's just because dating has been taken too seriously and people, like, don't want to get married anymore, mm-hmm. or maybe it's just that dating means something more, but I feel like dating just means you're getting to know somebody and you're together, and if you've been dating, obviously, for, like, two years, then obviously you know each <laughs> other pretty well, you know, but just being like, oh, yeah, like, I'm dating somebody, it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't, it sh- doesn't mean that much right away. I don't know. I feel like it, nowadays maybe it does, you know, whereas you could be like, oh yeah, I'm just, t- I'm talking to somebody right now. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. I feel like when you say you're dating someone, I feel like it sounds more serious than I'm um, just talking to them. Mm-hmm. Or like we're getting to know each other. Like my parents freak out whenever I start talking to, like when I would, now I have a boyfriend, but when I would start talking to people and like, I would like kind of start getting to know them we would go out they'd be like he has to come meet us i'm like whoa you guys need to relax like i don't even know if i like him yet like we're just getting to know each other like you know but i'm very like (laughs) once i like you like okay what what is this like because i'm not trying to play these games and for you to be like two years into this and like i know your whole family and you're still like oh well i don't know what we are we're just friends but like no we're not just friends you know what i mean like yeah i feel like there's been like a shift in definitions like for me i feel like to say i'm dating someone versus say like they are my significant other or my girlfriend or my boyfriend is like it feels like two different labels mm-hmm. now like it's like, like d- dating can be gray but boyfriend's like well it's like official like yeah. how do you confuse that you know? yeah well i mean i guess you could but <laughs> some people are complicated yeah yeah you can go on a date right and then you can be like oh we're talking right but you went on a date you're dating this person dating I guess, I, it's just it's just weird. Like you get caught up in the whole like, should should we have a label? Should we not have a label? Is this what I'm doing? Is this the right girl? I I feel like it just depends on the person and some something you have to talk to. 
your significant other, the person you're talking to with, and just kind of work something out between yourselves that works. I like, I feel like people, maybe, you know, maybe this is off topic, right? But I feel like a lot of people, they'll jump on like this whole like, oh, if it's not on social media, it's not real. Or like, you know, they, they let other people dictate their relationship mm-hmm. for them. And it's like, you know, you're within this relationship with this other person. You want it to be intimate, at least to a certain level where you guys can be together and comfortable with each other. And if you're not, you know, or if 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 it's only like very superficial and it's just like on Instagram, like, oh, woman crush Wednesday, like, thank God I met you. Um, you know, it's just like, it seems corny to me, to be honest. Um, but that, that, you know, that might just be me. Mm-hmm. I feel like with social media too, I don't know, like people do portray this image, like, oh, we're perfect. Yeah. We're the perfect couple, whatever. And it's like, it's You're not always Prince like, Charming. Yeah. He swept me off my feet. <clears throat> <laughs> You're the shooting star wish that came true. Mm-hmm. And then That's something wrong happens and it's like, ah. And then they post <laughs> like, they yeah, they post like, oh, this is the worst mistake of my life. Like, but now I've learned. Yeah. yeah. And then they line. get back with them like two weeks later and you're just like, <laughs> going offline for a while. Like, I'm sorry, going offline for a while. Yeah. Like, if you want to hit me up, you guys have my, if you have my phone number, <laughs> like, oh my God, you're so dramatic. Yeah. Like, relax. Single now. <laughs> And then, and then, like, two weeks later, they get back together, and they're, like, you know, they still count, like, the time that they were apart as, like, how they were together. And then they try to, like, make it up, like, oh, sometimes like, you need time apart to yeah. realize what you really want. You it's need, like You need time apart to grow together even more. Like, and, just keep that to yourselves, like, fix problems saying, on your own, you know, like, like, you know. Yeah. It, yeah, that's true. So, I mean, it's a mess. Relationships are a mess. They go one way or another, but... You just got to be with each other, I feel like. And people, maybe younger people haven't experienced that. Or maybe commitment is scary for some people. Or you could just be like, oh, I'm dating somebody and it's, like, too scary. Um, But it's just something that you should, like, look into for yourself, I feel like. Yeah. So do you guys have any, like, last words of advice that, like, you would give to someone listening, to one of our listeners and, like, about not getting wrapped up in all this Millennial dating. Millennial dating. Um, (laughs) That's a general dating advice I would give is don't date someone you wouldn't be friends with. Because you're not going to like each other. (laughs) That's good advice. That is really good advice. Alexis, do you have any advice? Hmm. I would say, kind of building off what what he said, Make your relationship as intimate as you're comfortable with and try to stay away from social media because that kind of degrades the whole thing. Um, I think you... I think, okay, if you're dating, you and whoever you're dating, you need to like be on the same page. Because what if mm. you're dating because you like them and they're dating just because they want to get to know people? What if they're dating other people? Like, you know, like, yeah. that's a problem right there so just make sure you're on the same page and you guys share some of the same like values and what you guys want in a relationship if you guys are dating to be mm-hmm. in a relationship my advice is get to truly know mm-hmm. someone preferably in person yes. and mm-hmm. <laughs> don't depend on dating apps like 
Sometimes they'll match you with somebody who is ex- who wants exactly what you want or is exactly your same personality. But sometimes you don't need that. Sometimes you need somebody who's completely different from you to show you a different world, a different point of view. Yeah. And that yeah. way you guys That's can learn from each you know? other. Opposites, Opposites attract. attract. So, guys, this completes our podcast for today. We want to give a big thank you to Blake, Alexis, and Maria for being with us today and giving us their views on dating as a millennial. Till next time, this is The Runner on Air. Bye. 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 See you real soon. <laughs> <laughs>